0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode four of the Time Enlightenment How Poetry Found Me podcast, where I discuss things that help develop the mind through writing, through contemplation, and meditation and focus. And this particular episode is, is really exciting. And I don't know if I've done this in a previous episode, and if I have, I want to let you know up front that I apologize, but I just think that this is a fresh way to look at the topic that I'm going to talk about. What I want to discuss today is how I came up with the title, Time Lightman, and it's a very interesting journey. And while I'm speaking about this, I want you to release your mind and just follow the process that I'm giving you. And see whether or not this process will work for you in terms of creating anything that you want in life with the desire to have people to know that the product that you're giving them or the information that you're giving them is coming from a pure place. It's coming from a place of not only creativity, but in hopes of you being able to be financially successful. And Time Lightning is a very interesting title And it kind of goes with how Dr. Hill described how he came up with think and grow rich in so many words. It started off when my mother had passed. I was just trying to find a way to get my mind to ease the suffering that I was going through mentally with her passing away. And writing became that outlet that took away all those internal burdens that I had. It took away all of the the subtle nuances of a mind when your body and your mind is angry with the universe because you don't really understand the situation that just occurred. Anyway, when I started placing these writings on paper and I began to ease the mental stresses of my mind, the thing that I came up with is what would I title The Body of Work? And I titled The Body of Work 72 Poems From Within because everything that I had was coming from an internal internal place. And that place kind of led me to believe that what I was doing was solving my own dilemma of knowing that eventually all of us will pass away but when you're wrapped up into the love of your mom or for you it might be anybody that you love when you get wrapped up into that you don't see the natural process of the course of life you don't feel the natural process of the course of the course of life because what courses through your vein is why God why my parent at this time or why my child at this time and those things hurt. And 72 poems were within were, was my way of saying to the world, here are the writings that I had. Here's the writing that God allowed me to produce to share with you about how I was able to uplift my frame of mind to get my life on course for what I needed to do. You with me so far? Good. The next thing is I wanted to find someone to help me publish this particular series of books. Now, mind you, I didn't know anybody that could help me publish these books, but a young lady named Audrey had a friend. Her name was Dawn, and Dawn had a friend, and her name was Shelly. And Audrey got this card for me and said, well, why don't you go check this person out? What do you got to lose? I called her. She gave me the details. She said, well, we can sit down and discuss pricing and what you plan to do and what you wanted to do. And the name of her company at the time was IP Publishing. And I really didn't know anything about the publishing world. I didn't know anything about how people got books done. And I sat down with this young lady and she was willing to take a chance with me. We discussed the terms, what the pay would be, and all of those good things. And one day I met with her, I gave her the title of my book, 72 Poems From Within. 72 Poems From Within. She looked at me and said, The title is too long. The public wouldn't respond to a title that long. It has to have meaning, it has to add to the book, it has to make them want to read what you're doing. Now, mind you, when I was thinking about the public, I thought 72 Poems from Again would be an amazing title only because I haven't seen anything like that. But she put a greater challenge on the table for me to narrow that down into what I think it meant for myself and the rest of the world. I left there like, cool, but how was I going to do that? Now, have you ever been faced with a dilemma where you had to honestly think about creative thinking A logical process to get a title that could be developed enough so that the general population or the entire world would be able to respond to what you're doing and if you had to create something that you create something that in the beginning initially you thought was great and then someone else comes along and challenges what you're doing well this is exactly what happened to me I was challenged into what I felt needed to be done now this is interesting now once I was given that I never thought about it again for a few days but I knew I needed a title and I used to drive home I would leave at four o'clock in the morning from Orlando and I would drive to Phoenix City, Alabama and the reason I would leave in the morning is I wanted to be on the road when the sun rose it gave me a feeling of awakening with nature it gave me a feeling of seeing the world go from darkness to light It gave me a confident feeling to realize that when your mind is dark, there's gonna always be light. And in the midst of your troubles, if you pay attention, you can see the light of your mind lighting up the world. But that drive home, those drives, was always invigorating for me. I would drive, I would get there, and I would spend the night with my brother James and sometimes we talk about things sometimes he would sit up with me as long as he could and we'd just talk about growing up or we'd talk about the current situations and then after that he would go to bed and I would be left with my thoughts and this particular time that I stayed with him I had to get up the next morning and come back, or I would stay a day, but the following morning, like at 4 o'clock in the morning, I would come back to Florida. Now, my brother, every time I would leave, earlier than expected, he would get upset with me. Why you come down here like this, and then you got to depart so quickly? And I'm always on the move. And I say, well, bro, you know I just got to come and make sure everybody's all right. Once I see that you're okay and the rest of my brothers and sisters are okay and everybody else seem to be functioning well, then that's good by me. My heart is at peace now. Sometimes you wanted me to stay longer, and I wasn't able to do that. And I think that goes back to when somebody loves you, they want to spend time with you, and you're in another place, and they don't get to see you much. Now, he made me think about that all the time. I'm not going to sit up here and say that he didn't. But what was so interesting was when I got to a point in my life where I was thinking about the title of this book to show him what I was working on and show him the level of success that I wanted for our family. Always felt that my books were going to be that thing that the public would take a look at, love it, and want more from it. And this takeaway when I went home is that my brother was upset that I didn't stay long. And that was okay. But what happened is in that process, I began to think about what can I title this book. Now, the title comes back at me when I'm driving at 4 o'clock in the morning. And here's what literally happened to me. When I was driving, have you ever been driving at a certain point, be it day or night, it doesn't matter about the time? And your mind would say, Pay attention to your environment. My mind was like, Pay attention to what's going on. Besides having your brother upset, just pay attention to what's going on. And I looked at the environment and I noticed that it was dark this time. And in darkness, you don't really get to see much. It's not so active. And as I'm driving, I would see one car. And I could see like the outline of the trees. And most of the time when you go through little cities, you don't have a lot of lighting, but sometimes you have a light, you're past that light. The image of the light would still be reflected in your eyes. And you think that you still see the outline of the trees. And as I proceeded further, as the sun was in the process of rising, I would see an additional car. And then I could kind of see, with the sun getting ready to rear his head, I could kind of see the outlines of the trees. And this was illuminating my mind in ways that I didn't understand. And as I'm driving, I began to see more cars. And eventually... I saw the sun this time it was this time it seemed magical because everything around me seemed to have everything around me lit up and I could see clearly the direction that I was going and I just want to say to you guys how many of you have had that situation where the universe just lights up and you begin to see things more clearly than you had done before well this is where I saw myself Things being done, things are being taken care of more than I ever thought before. And as I'm driving, I finally get to the interstate, and then that's when it hit me, like a bolt of lightning. The title "Time Lightning, came from that. And when when I when it, it, it bewildered me because I, I was in my mind, I was like, "But where did that come from? How did that even become part of the structure?" In terms of what it is I was doing. Now, I just want you to know I was elated. I was mesmerized. I was excited by the fact that my mind had worked on a title for me that I just could not come up with on my own. I could not come up with it. I could not have developed that title on my own, ladies and gentlemen. I really want to be honest with you. When Dr. He came up with Think and Grow Rich, he was talking to his mind. He said, I need to have this title. I need to have this title. I need this title now. And he started saying it with so much enthusiasm and invigoration that when he laid down, he woke up and he came up with the title. My mind wasn't even like on that, but I know that my mind was set on that because my mind told me to pay attention to my environment. And I listened and I saw what was happening When I saw the one car, I thought I saw the outline, I saw the light, then I saw additional cars, and then that light carried with me, so in my mind I thought I saw the images of the outline of the trees, and the sun finally came up, which illuminated everything around me. And when I got on the interstate, and I was driving, that's when the title, Time Lightment" came to me. It was nothing that I had developed on my own. If I would have developed it on my own, I could say to you with the utmost confidence that that was something that I did myself. But I did not do that. It was given to me by the laws and the principles of the universe. It was given to me by infinite intelligence. Ladies and gentlemen, it was given to me by God. Now, as I'm driving, I'm excited because I got this title. Then it was was like, wait, wait, wait. I got the title, but what does the word mean? Now, initially, I'm jumping all the way. I'm jumping ahead of myself because when I came up with the title, I don't think I had the definition. But I knew I had the title because of what I had seen. And I needed to, just in case someone ever asked me, what does it mean? Like, How did you defined it and the universe didn't let me down with that either I defined it the way I saw it and when I looked and saw the amount of energy that the universe put into allowing me to see the title I had to put just as much energy into me trying to define the title I don't know if that makes sense to you But you have something that's amazing. And human nature is to always question. That's how we manage to do so many different things in the world, is that we're questioning the things that help us develop. We're questioning the highest state of mind to get something done. And everybody who's ever done anything wants to get something done. And I needed a meaning for the word. I needed something that would take care of the word that I pulled or the universe allowed me to pull out of thin air. And I looked at what happened to make the word real. I looked at what steps that it allowed me to see to make it something that would embody what I had encountered driving from my brother's home that day when he was (laughs) highly upset that I come and I go so quickly. I looked, I reviewed, I went back to what I thought it meant. I went forward to envision what it would be if someone were to ask me. And here's the definition that I came up with, ladies and gentlemen, when I saw the scenario unfold. Time enlightenment simply means crystallized internal vagueness. And some people say, well, what does that mean, crystallized internal vagueness? Crystallized is when something becomes clear. Internal is all the things that I was questioning inside, and the vagueness is how it was. Everything was elusive. It wasn't clear to me until that day. Crystallize internal vagueness. When you when you read Tom Lightman, when you read those five volumes, when you read that series, you can literally see me transform from vagueness to crystallization through the process of dealing with the loss of my mother. You can see me grab that clarity to know that no matter how you're feeling in life, no matter what you're doing in life, no matter how insignificant you may think a precious moment is, a precious moment is a moment of learning. Why? Because you're crystallizing the time. You're crystallizing the light, you're crystallizing everything that you think that will help you move to the next level of your life. If you're able to find that road, if you're able to uncover those things, then when you start moving, you will start moving in a way that'll take your whole movement to the level that you gotta constantly think on. And men and women that are doing this, some of them have phenomenal success, and I'm not just talking about men of financial status, I'm talking about men and women that set out to achieve their goal. And my initial goal was to find a title for this book. And I went searching everywhere, but everything that I thought of didn't work. I thought I had the perfect title of 72 poems from within. I was willing to go with that, but someone came along and challenged that titles too long, you gotta come up with something more meaningful. And the universe gave me something of a word, and then the universe gave me the definition and then time light became meaningful to me. And I hope that when you pick up a book, volume one, and you go through it, that, you realize that it did take some work for me to come up with the title, to come up with the definition. And to have the universe to give me those 72 poems from within for five volumes to get my mind in a better place when it comes to just looking at life and life processes now I dashed back once I came up with the title I dashed back to Shelley and she said that's great that's good that works people haven't heard of it. it is new and now we can proceed to the next level The publisher became satisfied with the body of work that I had put in to make that title become a realization in the world of writing that I consistently say, had not the universe got involved with me that day leaving my brother's house, I would not have been able to define that word. Had not my brother challenged me on leaving and going so quickly, my mind wouldn't have been receptive to what the universe was breaking down for me for me to inhabit for me to hold on to for me to seek the process of making my mind respond to those in, those things that, are, that were around me so I, I want to challenge you to make sure that you understand that all goals aren't going to be Easy to accomplish. You're gonna have to work at them because this whole life that we live in is about you working towards those things that are going to bring you the most clarity, those things that are going to give you the sense and wherewithal to deal with what's occurring in the world in which we live. Life in and of itself is a process no matter what we say or do about it and sometimes you just got to wonder, sometimes you got to just think, what are you going to, what are you going to do about this situation that you find yourself in all the time of your life? Our world has these ideas that come from a lot of people every day, and I just want to ask you, do you have ideas that come to you every day? Not not that anybody else is special or, or more developed than you. Sometimes people just get ideas and they run with those ideas and they don't give up until that idea is accomplished. And that's my challenge to you. Do you feel that you're worthy to create your idea and to have your idea to become a reality? When I started writing Time Lightning, I just started from the vantage point of God, I'm hurt. God, why did you hurt me? Why did you take the only person that really, really loved me for all of my flaws, the only person that told me when I was wrong, told me when I was right, and encouraged me to get an education, to love my brothers and sisters, to try to be a good example and above all, understand that God is in control of everything that we say and do. How could you take that precious gift away from me? And me thinking about those things really, really, really put me in a state of like total darkness. Because spiritually, you had to come to the realization, or you will have to come to the realization that nobody lives forever and that includes everybody like some creatures live a really long time but ultimately there's a timeline for every living thing and for human beings that process is real difficult to handle and I can testify to that it cuts so deep in me, that writing had to miraculously become a part of my life to help me deal with what I felt was only happening to me. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean it was so deep that I even got that my I even got that my brothers and sisters was suffering. I'm thinking that I'm the only one in the family that has internalized this pain and That's not true. They all internalize the pain as well. But it is an amazing thing when life shows you that no matter what you say or do, young man, or no matter what you say or do, young woman, you're going to come to a point where you're going to realize that no living thing live forever. And when Time Lightning came to me as a title, 72 poems from within didn't live forever, but it became a living expression through the one word that was given to me by the universe. And the universe is forever, because nobody really stays. It's been in place for a infinite amount of years. I say not infinite, I apologize for a finite number of years and nobody sees where the end is in it. So it might be ad infinitum as far as we know. But what we do know and what I do know for sure is that every human being goes to sleep. And when those individuals lay down, some of them don't get up. But other individuals, they wake up and they begin their day and they can go and they begin their day. They have a renewed day for a renewed life. And you can pick and choose whichever way you want to go. Life has nothing to do with what you do with it. Life is just given to you. It's given to all of us. And how we process it for that 24 hours is how we process it. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to know that that journey to get that title was truly amazing. It was a journey that I'll never forget. I think in Volume 3 I may have documented it clearly. And when it happened to me, I felt like a kid all over again. I felt that the universe was responding to my need to keep my anxieties at bay. To know that the divine creator is still with me, even though I'm still struggling to get through that. And that what and that's where this came from, what I'm doing right now. Why would I want to define the word? Because of the journey. Why would I want to change the title? Because of the journey and the people that helped me to shape that journey to become the person that I am today. Without those writings, I don't know where I would be. And without the second volume, I don't know where I would be. And with the completion of the third series that I'm constantly working on to get the creative art together, to edit and get it typed and get it published and put this other volume out, to this other volume or this other series out to the world, it's something that I look forward to. But I know in the beginning, infinite intelligence, God, the divine creator, Allah, whatever you want to call the supreme being, that entity that is unknowable. If it wasn't for that particular voice, that particular morning telling me to be aware of what's happening around me, that title probably would not have come to light. But I did pay attention, and the title did come to light, and I'm able to share that with you on this particular podcast, episode four of the Time Light Men, How Poetry Found Me podcast. And I just, as a person, want you all to know that our world is forever changing. Human beings are forever changing even though we may think that we aren't, but we are. And I don't know collectively what that actually means, but what I do know is that every human being, they sit up, they lay down, they walk around, they drive their cars, they go into outer space, they get home They hug their wife, they talk to their kids, or some people have a significant other, or some people live alone. The one thing that I know for sure is that everybody has something on his or her mind. Every human being has something that they want to change. Every human being has something that make them wish that their environment was better. Some people wish upon a star. Some people believe that the solid foundation of the earth is all there is. And there's nothing in life that can help you refute that except for you paying attention to the universe at large. The universe is vast. The universe, according to scientists, is never-ending. Even with the Hubble telescope, they're just trying to they try to see how far in the universe that that telescope could go to show them what's beyond this solar system that we live in, because we're always yearning for the unknowable. And it's always the unknowable that keeps us challenging, that keeps us reaching, that keep us growing, that keep us knowing, that keep us to realize that even though you got a finite answer here, there's an infinite number there, scientists even have equations that when they go to certain things they say that we don't know. There's always a point of we don't know, but we can speculate. Ladies and gentlemen, when I came up with the Time Light Man title, I didn't know that it would that that there would be something that would exist for me to define what it is I was doing. And that's all I was trying to do. I was trying to define that particular series of writing, so that I could like, reach out to the universe. I could, I could kind of like reach out to my mom and say, you see, this is what was given to me about you. This is what was given to me about life. And I wouldn't have made it if God wouldn't have been able to share the energy to give me the title and then later on to give me the definition. It wouldn't exist. The women that I dated, the kids that I knew, the fellas that I hung around with, Nobody could help me with this. The publisher that helped me publish. Nobody could help me with the title of this book, ladies and gentlemen. And you're going to be in a place like that when you're chasing your dreams and your goals. Sometimes there's not going to be anybody to help you. But if you remember that Dr. Hill said in some of the things that he talked about on YouTube or some of the uh, CDs that he made, he said that he was talking to infinite intelligence translated into the word God he was saying to his mind I got to come up with a title I need this title I need it right here and I need it now we're going to be left in that place and there was nobody to help Dr. Hill at that point <clears throat> and there was nobody to help me at that point with my particular goal my particular dream my particular journey you're going to be confronted with the same thing but what you must do and what you have to do Is that you have to carry that torch with you You have to, But you you can't burn the light of your mind out Even if you try sometimes Because every now and then Even when you have depression And it's just raining in there all day Meaning you're having troubles with a lot of things There's always a ray of hope There's always something that can light your mind up To help you cause all of that to subside, to subside. We're made like that and sometimes we forget that because we're carrying on in a world that's physical. And that's all we see, the things that are physical. When I had 72 poems from within, that was physical. Because it, it, it related to the, the amount of pieces that was in the book. But Shelley was saying, you got to come up with a title that the world can identify. And here's what I want to say to you guys in all honesty. Whether you identify with it or not, that wasn't my job. My job was to say to God, help me define this title for my mother. Help me to define this title for my family. Help me to define, help me with a word, help me with something that when the people see it, they will see the uniqueness of it. But if God gives you something, no human being can undo it. No matter how hard they try when the universe gives you something no human being can undo it when Dr. Hill came up with the title Think and Grow Rich he called the publisher and the publisher said by golly that is a million dollar title if I've ever heard one once he got the title the man went and published the book and the rest of the story about Think and Grow Rich became legendary how many of you have done that? How many of us have come up with something so amazing that when other people see it, they say, wow, that's perfect, that's great. But for me, I didn't need that validation. It was just a journey from my brother's home back to my home while I was riding on a planet that is not stationary, that is spinning in space allowed me to see beyond the car beyond the darkness beyond the outline of the trees beyond the sun rising to give me what I was looking for ladies and gentlemen this concludes episode 4 to the time light and how poetry found me podcast I want to take the time out to say to you guys thank you for taking this journey with me and if you like what you hear you can always go back to the beginning and listen to more of these podcasts it is always a joy or it's always a joy for me to take you on the journey of self-discovery for myself and hopefully that along the way you discover something about yourself the main thing about the life that we live is we should share with each other what it takes to be successful but like Dr. Hill say it's never really easy to discover success you can look at look and read anything about anybody that has done anything that has any meaning of the amount of work that was put into becoming successful and you have to want to achieve that yourself you have to want your own success to be your own success on the footprints and the path that you lay Not what your brothers lay, not what your sisters lay, not what your mom, your dad, or your friends lay. Because you're walking in a journey of yourself. Even if you're following 10,000 people, you're still walking with your own feet, one foot in front of the other, to discover who you are. And once you begin to discover the powers that you have, then you realize that you can walk alone. And I'm going to leave it with one of my favorite people in the histories of of the world is uh, Buddha. Siddharth. Siddharth Gurtamay was his birth name, but I'm gonna just go right to the point to where he was going through severe austerity. He was fasting, like he was eating a grain of rice. He was drink, not drinking water, and he got to a point where he didn't want any, didn't want to eat any food. But he passed out from that, and a young lady came and gave him food to nourish him. And she said something like, "Well, why you want to die?" And from there, he found a way. To be able to eat, to be focused on spirituality, and to define, you know, his path. But at the time, he was sharing this journey with four or five other monks who went through severe austerity. They caught wind that he was eating. And he went back. They went back and they confronted him, said that you don't really believe what you're doing. Here you are eating food and everybody else is suffering. And they said to him, well, we're going to have to break ranks with you because you no longer believe. And they left him. And in the book as well as the docu-series, these are the words that stick out to me. He said, well, you can leave. But as he was walking away, he was saying, well, I'm going to find enlightenment. I'm going either in find, I'm either going to find enlightenment or I'm going to die. and while they walked away, these are the words that he said. Whether it's folklore, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but he simply said, I'm going to find the path or I'm going to die. Through austerity, through meditation, to being by himself, he came to a level of enlightenment that the world had never seen at that time with that discovery. And the, the, the folklore goes, or the Lord goes, that he went back to those same guys. And when he walked up to them, they didn't recognize who he was. And as he began to talk to them, they began to realize that this is the same guy that was with us. And they start calling him, By his former name, he said, no, you can't call me that. That's no longer who I am. He never gave himself a name, but he just said that, no, you can't call me that. Because that's not who I am. And then he went on to teach them, to get them to the level that he was on. You got to understand, you are living in this world, and even if people break ranks with you, that's okay if you're rooted into who you are if you're rooted into what your dream is, if you're rooted into self-discovery, if you're rooted into trying to evolve your mind to the level that it takes for you to become the person that you're aspiring to be. Ladies and gentlemen, when I took the journey into writing, there was nobody with me except myself and the universe that I was connected to to give me the work that I have, to give me the word that I have, to give me the journey to get on this podcast and to explain those things with you. As I conclude, I just want you to realize your life is your life. It's in your hands. And what you do with it will help people understand who you are. And in closing, I just want to say you can go to Amazon and type my name, Leroy Fleming, and there you would see the ten volumes that I published to date welcome to start anywhere you want, but if you're asking me to tell you where to start, you start with volume one, so you can see the beginning, the origins of my expressions from the universe to help me deal with the situation that I had before me to get me to where I am today. You will enjoy them, that you reflect on them, you will contemplate them, and you would see that a little bit of what I see, we all see. And in closing, I'm going to close with my three popular quotes. One comes from Dr. Hill, one comes from Antonio T. Smith Jr., and one is one that I've created. The first one says by Dr. Hill, if the mind can conceive it and believe it, then the mind can't achieve it. Those things that you believe you can achieve if you work for it. Antonio T. Smith Jr. says you can't plant better, you can't dominate changing your mind or the seeds that he's talking about changing your mind every day to be stronger in every way you can dominate not people but you can dominate yourself so greatly that it will impact the people around you the last one is something that I created life does not require more from you life does not require less from you life only requires that you maximize your 24 hours And in doing so, you can accomplish anything that you set your mind to. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the rest of the month. Enjoy the rest of this year. But most of all, enjoy the rest of your life. Until next time, peace.